When you were a kid, did you want to be an astronaut? A crossing guard? Sometimes our dreams feel a little all over the place, but we're not alone. In fact, McDonald's created an education platform, APA Next, with all the resources Asian Pacific American students like us need to navigate the next steps, or even figure out what they are. With streaming workshops on college admissions and more, a lot of the work is done for us. Come take a look at apanext.com and decide what's next for you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper and it's TSS Fantasy Live Memorial Day special. Today I got beside me in studio, Greg O.J. Mayer. Welcome to the studio, sir. What's going on, everybody? Thank you, Jason, for being a good host for me this uh, fine Memorial Day weekend, sir. You are so welcome, sir. And the other two homos are off enjoying Memorial Day somewhere on the beach or acting like their life is too important for the show, so we are moving on without them. Mike, enjoy the water in the beach, bro. You get the sand out of them, you know, those crevices. What you really need is a haircut (laughs) is the main, main issue for you, sir. All right, well, we're going to start the Memorial Day show talking about some fantasy relevant issues coming up for 2021. First example, we have an extra week. Now, we talked about this way in, I believe, in our first show. Um, And, you know, at that point, I wasn't really too sure, you know, didn't really, wasn't focused on it. Now we got a little, the season's getting a little closer. So to make things a little easier for my league, okay, because as you know, as anyone knows, getting 12 people to agree and, you know, as it's just, it's a struggle. It is, it is, big time. Somebody's always got something, you know, some other better way, yada, yada. So, here are the options for us. Now, this is a 12-man league where we have four divisions and three teams. So, this this is the way we worked it out. Three options. Option A, least hurtful for teams, is you play a non-conference game. So, it's an extra extra week in the regular season, and it's non-conference. So, if you lose, yes, you lo- it's a loss, but it doesn't hurt you as much. That's option A. Mm. Option B is to play a conference game, non-divisional, because you can't have an un, un, you know, uneven uh, divisional game. So you do an a outer conference, or excuse me, a conference game as option B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, option C, you introduced actually. We were talking about that. What introduce option C for us? Well. Without league, like like Jason said, it's it's four divisions, two conferences. So, it's it's a playoff of what the NBA did this past season, um, having a playing game for the playoffs. So let's just say you got one team in our in our league, three teams make it to the playoffs. One team has that bye, right? You got a bye week. So there's one wild card game, and then of course then there's the conference finals. Um, what I was saying, bring to the table, and you know adding that extra game. So for some players that don't make it to the playoffs that much, to add a little extra excitement to the league, a little spice, you know, like the NBA did, which I kind of like the playing game, um, you know, add that extra game for a little excitement. So if you're on that, you know, that hinge or the fringe of making it to the playoffs and 
you can beat that person that may be six and seven at that time or seven and six, I should say, and they got a one game lead on you or, you know, you can beat them and get in the playoffs. Yeah, to make it easier in our league, it just was in the two conferences, the four seed would play the three seed. It's essentially what you did, what the option is, was expand the playoffs, and yeah. which is great. And, you know, we just dubbed it the playing game. But it's a great option. I think it's it's exciting, but, you know, gives uh, hope to, like you said, some people that might have not quite made it that year. Mm, Jose, <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, also, so another issue that was brought up in our league, and this is something I've actually backed before, is the tight end position. Oh. Is it, should we have it in fantasy? Is it is it a position that that is relevant? I mean, if you don't get the top two, three guys, you are, you know, you're betting on a wing and a prayer at some point. Now, there are some, you know, we got, you know, some rookies coming. You know, hey, we got Tim Tebow even, you know, might be an oh. option. <laughs> no, you won't. So, so there are some, there are some, you know, there's an argument to be said that why do we have this position? Should we do do away with it? What are your thoughts, Greg? So, I know what the the thinking is. Okay, get, a bit, get away from the tight end position is add an extra flex position, right? And then you can use, let's say, a Travis Kelsey or a Kittle at that extra flex position for a tight end. Right. I'm, I'm a traditionalist, okay, uh, for the better word. I think we, sh- we should still keep the tight end position. It makes it more interesting because you can always find that diamond in the rough later on in the season. Like the kid from Green Bay last season, which I found on the wave where he helped me so much down the run. Ryan, I can't remember his last name. Tunyon. Tunyon, right. He was a diamond in the rough because he got hot at the end of the season. So it makes it real interesting. It keeps you on your toes as a fantasy owner to say, okay, let me keep my eye out, you know, on, on the waiver wire. Let me pay attention. It keeps, you know, let me watch Twitter. Let me watch the web, you know, the web. Let me find out what kind of players is out there to make that move. It could put you over the edge or it could help you. But I think as me as a player, as an owner that wants to be aggressive and still be traditional, I can't see the tight end position going away. That's that's nuts, bro. What do you what's your what's your take on it? Yeah, well, I you know, like I said, I see the argument um, only because, like I said, if you don't have those top you know top few guys, it's you know you really are kind of you know you're picking people up and you're just praying they get in the end zone. Um, but like you said, that 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 is part of the fun. Yeah. And also with fantasy, you know, I look at it going into each week. Okay, you know, am I which position am I winning each week? You know, if I draft a Kelsey or a, you know back in the day a Gronk or a Tony Gonzalez back in the day, right? I know I was winning that position each week. So. You know, like I said, the, I could see both arguments. I'm actually, like I said, I'm I'm for the get rid of it. Just to, you know, I like I like to just have something else. I like to have them. The more points, the better. And let's let's make it innovative. Let's make it fun. That's what I say. All right, let's take a quick break and buy our friends at 407 Candles. Honey, I'm home. What's that amazing smell? Did you make my favorite cobbler? I sure the hell did not, honey. It's my new candle, Blueberry Cobbler. Where did you get such an amazing smelling candle? Oh, 407 Candles. I found them on Facebook and they have an Instagram too. When I did my daily shopping, I found out they have some other wonderful scents as well. 
Honey, when you make me a sandwich later, afterwards we must go online and check out all their wonderful scents. Oh, honey, you will starve because I won't make that sandwich, but yes, let's do that. Well, at least it'll smell good. All right, back again now with our season review. We're going to go from week 9 through 12. So let's start in week 9 where I have chosen the Falcons at the Saints. Both these these teams played, you know, they play twice a year. Last year wasn't a big fantasy day for the Falcons at all in either game. Both games they scored uh, 25 points combined. However, the big dog in both these games was Taysom Hill. 200, 200 yards in the air in the first game and 49 yards, two rushing touchdowns in the first one. And the second one, 232 yards in the air with two touchdowns and 83 yards on the ground. So two big games in a row for Taysom Hill against the uh, Falcons. So, again, very big, spicy game. I do like the Falcons offense this year, so I think this will be a nice fantasy game to watch. Fred, what you think? I think that's a boring game. You picked. I picked the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I picked. <laughs> Let me stop. I picked the Cards and 49ers. Uh, division game. Great defense. Mm-hmm. Very nice offense. Um, will Trey Lance be playing by then? That's a big question. Uh, I believe they'll be one and two in the standings. This is the actual midway point of the season. So I think this game right here will tell a lot about both teams and where they're headed. Yeah, I agree. Um, oops, that's not my turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> um, as you can tell, I like games with a lot of star power. I love games that's going to have the big lights, the big players. I pick Packers and Chiefs. Now, if Aaron Rodgers is still with Green Bay, you got the young buck versus the old buck and Pat Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. You got Devontae Adams and you got Hill on the other side. If Green Bay's happened to pull that trade off, like Jason said earlier, to get Julio Jones, can you imagine watching this game on Sunday with Julio, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Pat Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and CEH in the backfield? Bro, this got fantasy love written all over this fucking game. So this is a game that you got to tune in. Get your Remy, get your popcorn, do what you do. Tune in. This is the game of the, the game of the week right here. Man, that game got nothing but kept abysmal written all over it. I'm just sitting here waiting on to find out what Aaron Rodgers. We just talked about that. this game. If he doesn't play, if he sits out the season, or if he gets traded, this is game is booty. It's like, what are we talking about? Yeah, you still got Adams and you still got Jones, but are you really gonna imagine buying tickets to this game in the hopes that you're gonna see Aaron Rodgers versus uh Mike, I said, if Rodgers is there, this is still good. This is going to be one of the games you got to watch. Man, that's hard, bro. That's, that's I'm why you need the Remy. My week yeah, nine that's game. Right, my Freddy, that's why you're going to need the Remy. <laughs> <laughs> my week nine game is the Vikings at the Ravens. Oh, now, Lord. I did find out that the Ravens defense can't be exploited up top. So that's Justin Jefferson's zone. I think that he can probably bust out with a game with the touchdown. Uh, interesting enough, the Vikings actually allow 11 more points to running QBs than any other QBs. So we could see Lamar Jackson have a good big game. So that is my week uh, nine pick. All what the fuck right. are you giggling about? <laughs> no, because you said 
than any other quarterback. I mean, is there another type of quarterback? Other running quarterback. You're either a running quarterback or you're not. No, <laughs> then other other quarterbacks in the rest, I mean, that aren't. Right. Are, yeah, are, that's right. Both. Either you run or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> 11 more to running quarterbacks. 11 more points. To that's right. Yeah, stick with that. All that's right. what I said. Let, let, let me save Mike here. Let's move on to week 10. All right, I'm going to start in Green Bay, speaking of Aaron Rodgers. But this is the repeat of a divisional matchup from last year. Green Bay held on uh, to win 28-23. Russell Wilson had a big day, 277 yards um, in the air, threw for one, and 64 yards rushing. Tyler Lockett had also a big day, 139 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, here we go, 243 yards in the air, two touchdowns, and a nice Aaron Jones day, 62 yards, two TDs, and Devontae Adams, 60 yards and two touchdowns. So a big fantasy matchup, even though it was in the playoffs, so it didn't help anybody. But this should be a repeat of that. Should see lots of points on both sides. If Aaron Rodgers is still playing, (laughs) Jesus, what are we doing? Greg, who do you got in this week? I got the Falcons at the uh, Falcons at Cowboys. But listen, this game is a big game. Uh, Like Freddie said, this is the midway point, and the Cowboys got a lot, you know, a lot riding on this season, right? They just paid Dak a lot of this money. They're they're you know they they want to win the NFC East they want to make it to the Super Bowl and they have a lot of weapons on this team. You got Zeke, you got Mike Davis. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You got Calvin Ridley. You got Mari Cooper. You got C.D. Lamb. You got... Um, the other wide receiver can't. Yes, we, we we can read the roster, Greg. <laughs> yes. What are we talking I know. about? Jesus That's what I'm saying. I like star power, Mike. I like the names. I like tuning into a game, and I'm like, dude, I want to see what CD Lamb is going to be doing this slot. I want to see if Dak is going to look for him. But I think this is going to be a big game for the Cowboys. Like my Freddie said, this is the midway point of the season. This is going to make or break them if they're going to keep going on, or they're going to be home again. You know, watching the playoffs. Same thing right. for the Falcons. Right. Fred, who so, you got Fred? Who you got Fred? It's actually my turn. So anyway, um, (laughs) we talk about fantasy, specifically Josh Allen against that dirty ass diaper New York (laughs) Jets defense. Love this. Uh, Josh Allen. 
Hey. Josh Allen is just gonna go bananas all start of the week. Yes. Oh, it's gonna be nasty. I like what I hear about Diggs. Diggs got the right mind. I don't know if you guys follow some of the stuff he's uh yeah. talking about. And like Diggs is really coming along. Could oh, yeah. be a breakout year. He could be uh you know be that one receiver that we're talking about uh drafting first or second come next year. Mm. Uh, but it's gonna take a lot from Josh Allen. <laughs> the Jets are a nice team to actually play against at that point. So <laughs> Josh Allen all day. Freddie, don't take this shit, bro. We're not. <laughs> this shit, bro. We're not. We're not gonna go through that right now. Really? I want to go to my game because this is the most interesting game. It's the Chiefs versus Raiders. Mm. I love watching this game. Casey is going to be. I think Casey's always going to be great as long as Mahomes is there. But I think this is the year that the Raiders actually step up. In two games last year, the Raiders beat the Chiefs 40 to 32. And the second game, they lost by only four, 35 to 31. The fantasy relevance is amazing with all the, as Greg would say, star power in this game. This is just an <laughs> overall fun game, a lot of points, a lot of fantasy points. Absolutely. I've always loved that Chiefs Raiders matchup, even back in the um, early 2000s and 90s. They've always been very interesting, high scoring affairs. So, yeah, I do. I do like that matchup. Let's move on now to week 11. Hey, gang, it's Commissioner Cooper. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First and foremost, it's free. The easy-to-use creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If we can do it, trust me, you can too. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, I'm going to go all the way fast forward to Monday Night Football where we have the Giants at the Bucks, Ooh. And again, I'm going back, going, staying consistent. Love the Giants offense this year. And also, of course, how can you not love the Bucks offense? And these two teams played last year. And guess what? Pretty, pretty decent um, offensive game for both teams. 25 to 23, the Bucks won. Um, Daniel Jones had 256 yards and two touchdowns and ran for 20 yards. That's with Willie Gallman as your running back. And he got 44 yards and a touchdown himself. So imagine enter Saquon Barkley into that. Brady had a good game. Evans, you know, put up his usual 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, again, this should be good. It's Monday night football. You know, you, it'll be that one guy you need to pull it off and hopefully you get that Monday night miracle. Mike, you know all about Monday night miracles. Who you got? I know that it gets wild out there in Tampa Bay when the Giants come into town. So um, that will be a game to watch on that week. Um, but I picked is the Patriots and the Falcons. Now, imagine if Julio Jones does land with the Patriots by this Ooh. game. Or I mean, and then he gets to go against the Falcons. Ooh. That would be just too – that would be one of those games that you want to check in to see how – and Belichick – uh, responds with using somebody like a Julio Jones versus the Falcons. <laughs> you know he likes that kind of stuff. Also, <laughs> speaking of Belichick, uh, he's going to do a number on uh, the rookie wide receiver uh, for the Falcons, Pittman. Uh, you know, Belichick always likes to pick on uh, rookies on uh, the offense. So uh, Mike Davis, you know, we'll see what he can do against the Pats defense. They ain't no slouch. Uh, but the biggest fantasy winner probably will be 
Cam versus uh, the Falcons' soft-ass defense. So Cam Newton would probably be my uh, starter for that week. I just can't believe how each week one of y'all picked the freaking Falcons. They're terrible. <laughs> like, what are we seeing right now with the Falcons? It's Jason the picks them. Greg picks them. Mike picks them. Oh, are you guys running did. out of stuff He's to right. talk about? He's right. Good Jesus. He's right. Let's talk about the Colts and the Bills, bro. You picked the who? What did you pick, Frank? The Colts and the Bills. The who? Say that name again. Bills are all around. <laughs> look, look, look. The Bills are an all-around sound team, good offense, solid defense. This is actually looking like a future playoff game. Now, the Colts, we know, have a decent defense, but their line is what saves Indianapolis. They have a nice offensive line. And if if Carson Wentz can't work behind the line, they just need to get rid of them. But I believe this game determines on which direction they're going to go. If it's a nice close game, I believe they both they'll make the playoffs. If the Colts get destroyed by the Bills, they're done. Great great fantasy analysis in that game. Um, Greg, who there's, nobody, there's nobody interesting. <laughs> John, it's a, it's all a all regular all Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and then the rest of the Colts fucking well, that, 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 that Hold on, Greg. Hold on, Greg. That is the point of this fucking segment is to pick a game with great fantasy relevance. Jesus. Dude, Greg, you guys yeah. pick the Bills on every – God. Listen, all I want to say is Fred <laughs> trashes the Colts all season long on the podcast <laughs> and then picks them for a game of the week. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. I mean, I, lo- I love football, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so my game of the week, again, again, has star power. Mm. You got two young, gunslinging quarterbacks with Dak Prescott if he's healthy. You got Pat Mahomes on the other side, Cowboys at Chiefs. This could potentially be a Super Bowl preview. Yes, I said it. Could be a potential Super Bowl preview. We're going to have to cap out Super Bowl previews at a certain <laughs> point. There's, yeah. there's too many scenarios. I don't there has to be a cap. So I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But this, love it, love but this, is, this, is, this is such a good matchup. You guys cannot, cannot, you can't not admit. You got the Dallas Cowboys going into the Chiefs, right? Vying for playoff position around this time of year. You're going to have Mahomes probably on fire, lighting up the league as he usually does, and Prescott getting on the road, getting the, you know, getting acquainted back with his receivers. Zeke, I think, is going to have such a bounce-back season that's going to go off against the Chiefs because the Chiefs, not that great against the run. So I think this is going to be a great game to watch. Again, star power, Freddie. Star power. I know what you did. I see what you did, Greg. I see what you did. In week nine, you picked the Packers at Chiefs. Yes. And then you said, okay, I'm going to take the Falcons at Cowboys. Oh, and you just said, you so then you said, then you said, then you said, oh, shit, I don't know who to pick. Well, I no. already picked the Cowboys. I already picked the Chiefs. So let's pick the Cowboys <laughs> and the Chiefs. <laughs> like, what the f- dude? And let me say the same analysis I said the first and second week for the third week. <laughs> Are you guys fucking kidding me? <laughs> but it works. It works. Yeah. I mean, listen. I know. I know. I know. You want Fred to know the know the, the moniker star power, but Brett, how about Good. consistency, bro? You said you didn't have Dak Prescott in your top ten quarterback. I did, now you're right. going on about him being on a Super Bowl. Listen, listen. If you heard what I said, I said if Dak is healthy, 
this is going to be his matchup. I said, if he's healthy, that's it. All relies on that goddamn ankle. If the man is healthy, this is a match. Man, this is the this is the Remy analysis right now. God, I right, don't judge me. Don't judge me, my Let's move on to week twelve now. Turkey. I'm, I'm gonna say, yeah, this is Thanksgiving week. Now I'm gonna fast forward past. I'm gonna go into Monday Night Football again. To be honest, because I screwed up in pre-production and picked the same game as someone already. I did it twice in two weeks. This season. So mm. now I'm going to go over the Seahawks and Redskins. Not too shabby of a matchup, though. Russell Wilson, the, the offense is great. And we talked about how we think this um, Redskins offense is set, and defense, actually, the whole team in general, set to have a good season. So, you know, again, we love the Monday Night Miracles. You got plenty of miracle makers, especially Fitz Magic on Monday night. Brent, who do you got in Week Twelve? Oh, I got a good one. I got a good one. This is Thanksgiving week. I had this amazing stuffing of cornbread last year during our other show. Anyway, <laughs> that reminds me. Anyway, anyway, to my analysis, two teams who don't like each other. The Ravens defense versus the Cleveland offense. Division matchup, middle of the season, Thanksgiving weekend. I'll be eating my last leftovers while watching this amazing game. Now, obviously, we know Cleveland has, like Greg said, star power. You got Mayfield and, you know, everybody else. Uh, But I really want to know, you know, I really want to know how the Ravens defense is going to hold up. Are they going to be stout? Like last year, or are they going to little bit lose a little bit of a step? Um, if the Ravens can't hold up to Cleveland, I think this is where the changing of the guard comes, and uh, Cleveland overtakes the whole um, division. Ah, oh, Freddie, 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 Freddie. You talk <laughs> about me with the same analysis every goddamn time. You with the same analysis. I got four different teams, buddy. But this, I got <laughs> listen. Listen, I got a different team this week. Different team. Oh, Why, yeah? um, this, when this game is on, you're going to be reheating your, your leftovers, like you said. Mm-hmm. Sitting down in front of the TV. <clears throat> Pumpkin pie time. The kids <laughs> from Buffalo versus the Saints. You're going to have the Josh Allen, the runner-up to the MVP versus Alvin Kamara, Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Stephon Diggs on one side, Michael Thomas on the other side. That Buffalo defense, who's going to be the quarterback for the Saints? This game is going to be the best game to watch while you're recouping from that nasty-ass stuffing that Jason <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. That will be up on our social media. No foam stuffing. <laughs> All right, so I went ahead with the uh, Eagles and Giants. At Giants, uh, sorry. So, oh, Mike. Now, oh, hear me out. Hear me out. So, the, like, the Eagles are going to have not a good of time, and it's probably going to be bad time for the Eagles. They're going to probably be trying to build that uh, that chemistry between Hertz uh, and uh, with uh, Devontae Smith. And unfortunately, and the Giants 11? are just pretty good. The Giants are pretty good at the at uh, guarding the wide receivers. So I. Do to see Galladay have a really good game. The Eagles are the 25th ranked wide receiver defense. I mean, they're just allowing points to everybody who gets a ball thrown at them. You might be able to see Galladay carry them uh, fantasy-wise. Barkley, the Eagles have a pretty decent run D. I mean, he'll have an okay game, but I think that the one to look out for is going to be Galladay on that game. 
Yeah, we talked about the NFC East and how the Eagles' secondary is garbage. So, yeah, I, mm. I agree. I can see Daniel Jones and the uh, Giants having a good uh, good game as well. So, yeah, I feel you. Start every Giant player that week. <laughs> that's when, I, exactly. that's when, that's when I'll take my, uh, my, my food coma nap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of naps, uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, brought to us by Irie Vibes. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. And I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, Real spicy, finger-licking good. Check out Irie Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, going back now to our division analysis. Now we're going to take a look into the NFC South. Let's start in the dirty South, Atlanta Falcons. They added Mike Davis. We talked about this earlier during our running back list. Now he's the starter there. Um, um, you know, they drafted Pitts, so they have the upgrade at tight end. And they actually did a little bit of defense in the draft. But again, you know, not no kind of defense. So this is going to be, for me, if we're talking fantasy, I like the Falcons because of their defense going to be so garbage. They're always going to have to try to put up points. So if you're looking for fantasy numbers, here's your team to go to. Greg, who do you, what do you think about the Falcons? I know that Freddie loves the Falcons. (laughs) But they're talking about Aaron Rodgers, the fucking Falcons. In all seriousness, my thing is my biggest concern is Calvin Ridley. Is he going to be ready to to step in and be that true number one? You know, he always has Julio on that other side as like a a security blanket, you know, always taking coverage away from him. So he always was either underneath and was able to get one on one coverage. But now with Julio one foot out the door, is Calvin going to be able to have that same production? Now, I know they added Kyle Pitts, but that's going to be a rookie trying to learn how to read defenses, trying to get on the same page with, with Matty Ice. So, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the hinge because if they kept Julio, I could say, yeah, this is going to be a top-ten offense. They're definitely going to be slinging the ball, like you said, because their defense sucks. 
what I'm I'm really, really interested to see is what Mike Davis is really going to do. He has the keys. This is his first time in his career that the backfield is his. And you saw what he did last year at the end of the season with CMC out. So I think Mike Davis is going to have a big season. Like I said, my biggest concern is, is Calvin Ridley ready to step into that true number one receiver. It's ready to, you know, take the keys. What do you think, Mike? What you got? No, nah, man. I mean, the same stuff we've already alluded to earlier. Um, no no defense equals a lot of fantasy points for receivers and quarterbacks. This is going to be a, a interesting uh, situation for uh, Matt Ryan. And I know that you had him in your top 10 uh, quarterbacks. And I just don't know if he has it in him anymore to be able to do this without Julio. If Julio's there, we're talking a different uh, Falcons team altogether. Right. Um, but uh, Davis, I mean, if the game go- game plan goes without Julio, then Mike Davis still catches those balls out of the backfield. 59 receptions, 373 yards last year, and two touchdowns. So, I mean, you're talking about a passing offense and him still being able to be involved, even if they're playing for behind. So, yeah, Mike Davis would be the one to look out for, I guess, if we're looking at the Falcons, given if Julio is or without uh, with the Falcons come the season beginning. All righty. We're talking about the Falcons. Okay. Um, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. I think their record is going to be seven wins, 10 losses in third place. It might be worse without Julio. I think a restart is needed. Trade all these fools. Start with Kyle Pitts. Keep him there. He's going to be the backbone. He's the only one I'm going to be interested in watching when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that's it. Bye, Falcons. No more talking about them. I don't want to talk about the Falcons. All right. All right. Well, Fred's not going to be doing the Dirty Bird anytime soon, obviously. So Absolutely. No, Fred's just dirty. All right. Well, speaking of Mike Davis, let's go to his former home in Carolina. Mike, what do you think about Carolina's fantasy aspects during the offseason? Not much. So I think that I think that McCaffrey's going to be the only person we're going to be talking about week in, week out. I mean, the wide receivers are all C-graded receivers. Robbie Anderson's decent. DJ Moore's decent. But Curtis Samuel was a better wide receiver for that offense than any of these other receivers, in my opinion. Um, we're not going to be talking about the Panthers at all. They will be the worst team in the division, and their fantasy points are probably going to be the worst production that we see as a team too all right thank you for leaving me crumbs mike uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't hard uh, there's not much there <laughs> last place four and 13 record they are rebuilding they're just not exciting enough for me to watch or talk about sam Donald thought he had it rough in new york mm. he's gonna have it just as rough in carolina uh, maybe he hooks up with Robbie Anderson because he knows him. Um, I don't really see. I, I won't be watching any Panthers game. Oh, I'm sorry. They play the Jets. I will be watching one Panthers game. Gross. That's it. Oh my god. So, like, like, like Freddie said, there's not a lot left. My thing with the Panthers is like, is Sam Donald really an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater? Like, is he really going to be that more productive than Teddy? And how does Carolina replace Curtis Samuel? You got DJ Moore. You still got Robbie Anderson, but it's not exciting. It's nothing sexy. You got CMC, and, and that's about it. It's, it's nothing really worth talking about. We just know that CMC, if he stays healthy, he's going to carry the load as runner, and he's going to carry the load as a receiver. He's going to be the all-world running back that he is, and that's it. Nothing else. So good luck, Sam Donald in Carolina. 
Do you guys know what I think? I Nobody. think I think you both are Sam Darnold haters. That's mm. what I think. No, I think I think you both are are just scorn. Now now he's left your team. He's somewhere oh, else. Be, be, uh, have, hope for this guy's success. Not no no no. Like, I, Jason, be, be better. I, I do. Be better. Be better. I want That's him to be. I, I want. I want him to succeed, but. Like I just don't said, see what, it. What, what did it, what did they have him surrounded with? It's just CMC. Robbie no, Anderson. Robbie <sighs> Anderson is, is is an okay receiver. He had only three touchdowns last year. Only three. That's it. You think Sam Donald's going to make an improvement over that? Robbie. No, may, I, no, Robbie maybe a late round pick in the in in the draft. Maybe a waiver wire pickup <laughs> after the draft. But come on, man, you're not targeting Robbie Anderson or Sam Donald from the Panthers. Get out of here. I'm not, but. Without Mike Davis, I'm definitely reconsidering my outlook on CMC, though. So if he's not there, that's all they got. I mean, he's their guy. They did add some offensive line help as well. So, you know, we'll see. I think you have a motivated Sam Darnold. Not, you know, he's wanting to prove himself. So I think, you know, you know, I think I agree with you guys that I don't think they're going to be all that great. But, you know, temper expectations. Maybe CMC pulls a, you know, he might have a big year. Hey gang, Commissioner Cooper here. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself stressing to capture leads that visit your website? Or how about a new video for your company? Our friends at Digital Brew can help. Digital Brew is an animation studio that specializes in making sweet videos that are lead generating machines. Digital Brew is always our number one overall pick for any of our animation movie needs. Visit them online today at digitalbrew.com to see what the brew crew can do for you. We'll see. All right, let's move on from there. Let's go to New Orleans. Um, let's talk about the Saints. And oh. Fred, Fred, who, what do you think about New Orleans this year? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we started with the two crappy teams, so get that shit over with. <laughs> so we can talk about the two good teams. All right, the Saints. I think they're going to go 10-7, and seven, second place. Uh, we know they have a lot of firepower in Kamara, Michael Thomas, Sean Payton's uh, offensive wizard. Um, they are talented, and, and I think they're still going to be exciting. Uh, I think they will push the Bucks, and I think they will make the playoffs. Um. I just don't know. I'm still not sure who's starting the quarter, starting at quarterback, and that, that to me, that's a lot. I prefer Jameis Winston over Taysom Hill. I could be wrong. We'll see. Yeah, that's not my turn. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. Oh my God, Mike! Yes, it is. It's <laughs> your turn, Mike. Don't worry about it. I got it, Fred. I'm not as confident as you in this. I'm I'm not. I, I'm not sure if they're going to push the Bucks that much in this division, because the big question mark again is who is the quarterback? Is Winston going to be on the same page with Michael Thomas when he gets back? The only person that won't get affected by this quarterback change is going to be Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is going to be the do all, do it all receiver, running back that he's been for the past couple of seasons. That's the only person that's not going to get affected. Is Michael Thomas going to be the same big-time receiver he was before he got injured and he had Drew Brees throwing him the ball? You got Jameis Winston, and we know how Jameis is. Jameis would throw a touchdown and throw three interceptions right after that. Taysom is a solid quarterback when he's in there, 
but he runs the ball a lot. So is he going to be on the same page with Michael Thomas? I'm, I'm not as confident in the Saints as you are, Freddie. Like I said, the only person that won't get affected by this big quarterback, you know, revolving chair is going to be the fuck is out tomorrow. Now, Mike, you, you have the floor. Okay. <laughs> so I think that I do. I do like Taysom Hill. I mean, I think that he could do it. I, I like him better. Than, I definitely like him better than Jamison Winston. So Jamison Winston. Um, he, James Winston, he, he, like you said, he ends up canceling himself out with as many picks as he does touchdowns. So, um, fantasy wise, I'm not interested in many of the Saints players outside of uh, Kamara. Michael Thomas is still, but I mean, what is he going to be doing this year? He came off that injury last year, um, and is he? He's kind of like prides himself on his physical uh, ability. He's very uh, dynamic physically but um if he doesn't have that burst i don't know if he's going to be as good as he once was so Kamara's my only safe bet with this team so i do agree with uh, the Taysom hill analysis i listen we if we're talking football wise you know what Jameis winston's going to do for you you know it's he's 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 him and fitzpatrick are you know are one in you know they're they're brothers essentially it's the same quarterback you get you know where he's going we don't know what Taysom Hill, given the starting role from week one to the end, what what he can do, and he and fantasy wise, he can put up some huge points for you, especially with those legs. So, I I hope they ride Taysom Hill this year. Um, you know, only thing really fantasy relevant, you know, name is they do have Ty Montgomery now, so that's a, a name to maybe watch for a spell back or something like that. But other than that, I do like the Saints' um, <laughs> offense going through through this year. Yo, Fred, back up off Fred, the mic, back please. Off the mic get, Darth Vader. Get your CPAP on, bro, because, man, you got it bad. Uh, moving on now to the champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Greg, what do you think about what they did during the offseason? Listen, the Tampa Bay Bucks are a great team on paper, football-wise, right? They're too deep at every position. You got Evans. You got Brown. You got Godwin. You got Rojo. You got Fournette. You got Gronk. You got Bray. So football-wise, if you had this team and you're a coach, you're, they're gonna rep- they may repeat that Super Bowl chance because they're too deep at every position. Fantasy-wise, I'm nervous. Who are you going to put in that running back? Is it going to be Rojo or is it going to be Leonard Fournette? Mike Evans is a great red zone target. But as you saw as the season went on, Gronk became a good red zone target. Godwin is good in the slot. But again, A.J. Brown is going to be taking away targets from, from Godwin. So I'm nervous fantasy-wise picking any Bucks players. But on paper, football-wise, man, great team. Great. They built the team great. But other than that, I'm nervous. I'm nervous with picking any of them. What you got, Mike? Yeah, if you have any experience with Tampa Bay from last year, which is essentially the same team going into uh, 2021. So if you have any experience, you know that you were exactly the way you were talking about, Greg. And that is that you're confused. You don't know who to start. Uh, You were always worried if one receiver or one running back was going to get more carries or catches than the other. Uh, There's just entirely too much talent on this on this team. Even the quarterback, Tom Brady, didn't have overwhelming uh, fantasy numbers last year. So, because that was a, such a balanced uh, uh, offense with the run game. So, 
Yeah, I mean, there's fantasy, great, great in real life, fantasy-wise, Tampa Bay, not so much on, except with Mike Evans. I will say Mike Evans is probably that one. But aside from Mike Evans, I'm not reaching for some Tampa Bay players. No, no. All right, well, you guys said the exact same shit. So, uh... I guess we're going to say uh, Bucks are going to go 12 and 5 first place. All around dominant team. Should make it to the NFC Conference Championship. Uh, they are defense and offensive Pro Bowl. And a team that has it all. That's it. I'm not picking none of them. <laughs> all right. But again, Freddie, Freddie, you get on me and Mike about our. <laughs> Analysis and you bring nothing to the table, fantasy. Because <laughs> what else did you ever do? I heard the you same shit twice. And we're going to finish. No, hold on, listen. You don't bring we're nothing. Not, this is, Freddie, but, this is a fantasy show. Fantasy. Okay. We Let don't finish. Do you come up again? Well, did you want me to say, this is what you want me to say? Well, guess what? We're not going to pick up Mike Evans or the running backs because there's two good ones. And uh, we don't know what we're going to do. And who we're gonna Freddie, you know what I you, just said? They're a good team. I'm not picking them motherfuckers. Keep moving. <laughs> Quick, Freddie, you get on me and Mike. And I just said the same shit you said. Down. I said it better and shorter. But you're breaking the team down. You come in all these you useless, said the same all shit. useless stats. We don't care if they're going to win a division. We don't care if they're going to the conference championship. And y'all, that and shit ain't helping me. That guess shit what? is we, not helping me well, in my well, guess what? Team. Me and Jason now know that y'all both ain't picking the box players. And y'all we both don't... said it. And you reiterated it. I said, all right, I'm so listen, so look, so to move things <laughs> along here, the biggest thing the Bucks Fantasy. did this offseason, the biggest thing they did this offseason was re-sign everyone. So every they have all their pieces in place. Godwin was franchised, but if you want to talk fantasy, here's a name for you to watch out for. Giovanni Bernard. He's always oh, creeping oh, around man. somewhere. Yeah. I That's bet a you. Well, at least he didn't say he didn't pick prediction. nobody. Let's hear it. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. You ready for this prediction? Yeah. At I'm, some point, at some point, and we're going to replay this later, at some point during this fantasy season, Giovanni Bernard is going to help you win a football game. And we're going to bring that up later on this season. That is Jason, my Jason, you know what? I 100% agree with you. You bought it with your fantasy analysis. Great job, Jason. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, is, bro. All right. Well, let's let's take a quick break. Bought to our friends by Island Peppa. Welcome to the island. Island Peppa skincare products. Love your skin your way. Stop by today at islandpeppaskincare.com to look at our variety of products for both men and women. Because in the islands, the Peppa is always black. All right, we're back now with our legal expert, Miss Mary Jane Esquire. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Full of personality tonight. All right. So let's begin our some legal analysis. Let's talk about Deshaun. We talked about this earlier in the NFL headlines. It looks like we're gonna have a duplicate of Zeke Elliott again. Mary Jane, what did you find out? Well, um, the progression of the lawsuit is that um 
it's in the discovery phase. So that means that all of the evidence that they plan on using, all the exhibits they plan on using, pictures, text messages, phone logs, et cetera, would have to be disclosed. Um, the discovery process can take months, really. Um, but that's the pro that's the phase that they're in right now. Um, I know that there were settlement talks, but um, Deshaun Watson's attorney had indicated that he said that he would be willing to resolve the issues um, just to get rid of them, but only if the plaintiffs, the women, agreed to full disclosure. Um, so he wants everything out in the open. He wants the public to be able to know all the details, the amount of money they got, and everything like that. Um, but the attorney for the women, Busby, was like, nope, um, he wants a guarantee of confidentiality. They are also set for depositions. The women are all set for depositions to start in September of this year. Um, but Deshaun is not set for depots until February of 2022. Okay, so, so for the dum-dums out there, what does that mean exactly? Does it look like he is going to play? Does What do you think? Well, um, I guess it really all depends on, one, if criminal charges are filed. They got, a, they got what, a, a couple months um, before the season starts to make that, you know, impact on his career. Um, also the investigation the NFL is conducting, um, you know, I guess we have to see how that pans out. I know there was also an article by, um, a woman or a couple of the women who were interviewed by the, um, investigators for the NFL who said that they felt that they were being treated, uh, unfairly and rudely by the investigator. Um, and the investigator is a woman. So I found that to be funny, but. Ha, ha ha MJ, ha. MJ, quick question. So, the more that the more stuff that's coming out, your opinion as a lawyer, where do you see this going? Because the more the, to me, it's like the more they dig deeper into this thing, the more fishier and more bullshit that I hear coming out with this damn this 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 lawsuit. I know. I mean, initially that was my response too, but I was thinking, you know, after I thought that, I was like, well. If I'm the attorney for women who this actually did happen to, I would be like, uh, hell yeah, I want confidentiality because these women's lives are already like in a media circus. Like they have families, you know what I mean? Kids like they don't want to be on Main Street like that, you know, so I think it's not unreasonable. And honestly, I, if I was the attorney for these women, I would think that the that 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 public answer by Rusty Harden, who's um, Deshaun Watson's attorney, is almost kind of like spitting in the face of the plaintiffs of these women, because, you know, he's like, oh, we want everything out in the open. So he's trying to make it seem like, yo, he's innocent. And I want everyone to know the full story. But he knows damn right well, that is not going to happen. Um, and, you know, settlements are always confidential. So, you know, but isn't that a smart move by his lawyer, though? Yeah, it's real smart. Yeah, because it makes him look like he don't have anything to lose. So or hide. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's but so again, we're just still in a wait and see mode for uh, drafting Bichon. Hopefully, we'll get some more info as we get closer. 
Let's move on to some other fantasy-relevant players. And Ezekiel Elliott is back in the news. What did you find about Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah, so Ezekiel Elliott apparently loves his dogs. And he's got a Rottweiler. Apparently he has a tattoo of that Rottweiler on his body. Um, He really loves his dogs. And apparently his dogs last year um, attacked his pool cleaner. And this woman was, like, mauled. Like, the one, the Rottweiler was the first to attack, as she says in her statement. And then the two pit bulls, like, were, like, trying to pull her legs. Anyway, she had to have, like, a lot of reconstructive therapy um, and surgery. And she, I mean, the, the injuries, the pictures of the injuries are pretty gruesome. A lot, a lot of stitches. Um, so she's suing him already. And apparently his dogs just got out uh, like two nights ago and attacked two of his neighbors. And law enforcement was called. They came to the scene and he was cited. And the uh, police department said that there is there are possible criminal charges coming against him. Yeah, well, I mean, we, unfortunately, I see. I can, I can. I mean, unfortunately, the car, the dogs attacking people is a common occurrence. I mean, he, it's getting a lot more attention because the type of breed that it is. It's an aggressive breed. Um, it's not gonna. I I can't imagine that it would be something worthy of some type of suspension or discipline from the NFL. Uh, his insurance is gonna go up. They're gonna file a claim because of. They reported it to the civil authorities, but fantasy wise, I don't think that you know Zeke's gonna be something we have to worry about what with this. Hell? What the hell's well, going on in Texas, man? With Zeke so on like I'm not sure. Like I, I mean, I I hear you, Mike. I think the same thing, but at the same time, knowing the NFL's conduct policy, I mean, if this man knows that his dog has had yeah, he was negligent yeah. people and hasn't been responsible as like, you know, an owner, obviously criminal liability can come from that. And you know how the NFL is about criminal charges. They're real strict about that. You got criminal charges pending. They, you know what I mean? They can Mm -hmm. issue a suspension. It's part of the policy. And this is the second time, Mike. This ain't like the first time. This is the second time the damn dogs attacked somebody. Right, right. Well, listen, I don't know, Greg, what's going on in Texas. But we certainly do know who let the dogs out. That's for sure. Oh God! <laughs> oh. Way to date yourself, Cooper. Jeez. Miss, on that note, get the popcorn. <laughs> Mrs. Mary Jane Cooper, we appreciate your analysis. We know during the season we'll be having some ongoing legal issues, so we do appreciate you, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback on you as well. So we appreciate your time in our studio. Thanks, right. Mary Jane. No Thank you, problem. Jason. Thank you, Jason, for using that phrase at the height of its popularity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to us on Memorial Day weekend. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, for Greg and I, Greg, you have anything to say before we take off? Freddie, Mike, <laughs> fuck y'all. Y'all left me here with Cooper. This shit is painful. You guys could at least show it up by, via Zoom, something, WebEx, something, and help me out. Well, at least you follow, the, you. At least you follow the cues, Greg. I, I mean, try. that's at least the only I thing I ask. I Jesus, try. please. All right, ladies and gentlemen, TSS family, we appreciate you. Happy Memorial Day weekend, and we'll see you next week.
Whoop, whoop, whoop. All right, let's move on now. We have going on to our email segment. Jason, yes, sir. To interrupt you, I think Freddie Freddie went to bed, bro. He's not on. He fucking sucks. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Can't stand his ass. Anyway, ready? Let's do the emails. Yo, Mike. I was yeah. I didn't want Jason to swing it to Freddie and we're like <laughs> Nah, I well actually you know what's funny is I wrote an email question for him down as we as everyone was talking. Oh, wait, he's, like, back. Hey, he's, he's back, he's back, he's back. He's back. Yeah, good, because I got an email question for his fuck ass. What the hell, man? It just, what is, why just you went sound off. like that? Like what? I can't this fucking guy. I swear I to can't God. Work right, under these go. I can't work under these conditions. Mike, All right, let's, let's go to Mike. Emails. I gotta rework my contract. I gotta work let's my go contract. to the emails. Ready? All right, here we go. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 